This is the Allie Beth Allman Real Estate Mental Performance Podcast, helping you increase your influence and impact by investing into becoming the best version of yourself. It's a great day to be with Team Allie Beth. Let's join Keith, Aaron, and Brian with today's episode. Hey, how you doing? Brian Kane, host of the Allie Beth Allman Podcast here with Aaron Young-Garrett. And today on this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between execution and expectation. And Aaron, super excited for you to join us today to talk about this kind of hot topic. You know, and I think the difference between execution and what we are trying to do in the moment versus expectation and what what maybe other people think we should be doing or expectation that I think a, a deal should go a certain way and follow a certain process and a certain set of steps. And when it doesn't, can I still execute in that moment? What are your take on execution and expectation in the real estate industry? It's, you know, right now what we're finding is it's pretty critical. It's a very sensitive market because there's so much stress on both the selling side and on the buying side. On the selling side, you know, you're managing all these multiple offers coming in, the high prices, the all the different terms. And, you know, when a, when a bunch of offers come in at prices higher than expected or that anticipated, um, that's one thing. And then, you know, the expectation is, is as an agent, you're going to help them, you know, make sure it gets to closing and that that top choice of a buyer is going to close on the, or, you know, the, you put the property out there and you don't get as many multiple offers that are coming in. So, you know, that side of it or on the buying side, you've got, you're trying to deal with, you know, these buyers that pulled in multiple offers on different houses and don't win any offers. And so what's the expectation of, you know, them being able to actually buy a home and, you know, what's it going to take in order to get there? And as a real estate agent, that's, you know, that's critical right now. Yeah. I think when we look at, you know, execution versus expectation is I've always thought about it as, a, as the expectation is that the outcome is going to go this way where the execution is effort, day-to-day -day process much more focus on controllables, how I connect with my client, how I organize my day, my execution of the steps within the process of making sure that I, I get our offer in on time, you know, that we've, we've talked through looking at numbers, what the right offer should be. And we're executing a process versus just expecting an outcome. What's the difference for you between say the process of an agent versus just a focus on the outcome? You know, that's, it, it, there's, there's quite a bit of difference right now. And on the process, you know, it is about managing those expectations for the, let's just say the buyer, if you're representing a buyer in this market, because there's lots of buyers out there, but, you know, helping them understand that, hey, you know, this, this property just came on the market and going through the process of, um, of understanding the market, understanding the value, understanding you know, communicating with the other agent, you know, is list price going to get this done? Is 5% over list going to get this done? Is 10%, you know, 15%? And you may not want to tell your buyer that, but getting that information and delivering it to the buyer and saying, you know, we shouldn't write an offer unless we're, you know, at this minimum price or we're 10% over, you know, or whatever, whatever the number is, but helping the buyer you know, grasp that concept or, you know, we've got to waive our third party financing. We've got to waive the appraisal and take all this risk. We've got to limit, you know, the repair requests, all these things like that to, um, 
to create an expectation for the buyer that's realistic, you know, so you can execute on it yeah. and, and get the outcome you're looking for. Yeah. And I think when we talk about execution, what are some of, in, in your experience, like the fundamentals, when we talk about fundamentals, right, whether it be around uh, human performance and the four fundamentals that I always lean on in human performance as a coach, whether it's with a real estate agent, with a corporate executive, with a professional athlete, is the four fundamentals of eat, move, mindset, and sleep. And that if, as an agent who's under a lot of stress and has a lot of moving parts and has a family and gets pulled in a lot of directions, if we let any of those core four fundamentals slip, how I eat and fuel my body, my mindset and how I feed myself, whether it be through education and books or podcasts like this, my movement, how I take care of my energy and my body and what I do to invest in myself, ideally in the morning, whether it be some sort of fitness or exercise or just movement, even if it's walking the dog to allow you to build kind of that energy and get your, get yourself going for the day. And then also sleep, you know, I do have a consistent sleep schedule where if we are looking for a place to start when I go to bed, when I wake up, if we master those four fundamentals and execute on those four fundamentals, that sets the foundation for us to be able to be resilient, to be able to be present and to be at our best eat, move mindset, sleep. When you look at the execution of the fundamentals, of an agent right now that when they execute these fundamentals that they're going to get a better chance to get the expected outcome that they want what would be some of those key fundamentals right now aaron for our agents to execute well i brian i love those four and i think those are great life skills so i would definitely say you've got to have that basis that you're talking about it's specifically for real estate i think you've got to know your market You've got to know, you've got to understand values and understand the micro markets that you work in or, you know, with subdivisions or the areas that you work in. So you've got to, you've got to get your head in and updated on what the market is. Um, you, you've got to know, you know, your client and what your client's looking for. Um, and you've got to be able to communicate with them, you know, and, and whether that sometimes it's communicating with you know, if it's a marriage, sometimes you're communicating with the husband a certain way, you know, generally about the numbers and with the wife, you're a lot of times you're communicating about the style, the layout, you know, those types of things. So, and then, you know, lastly, you know, this might fall back on market value, but you got to understand, you got to have a good grasp on, you know, what is realistic for this house in a couple of years, you know, you can't predict the market, but you know, there's certain things that are resellable and there's certain things that are not resellable and, you know, or that are harder to sell when it's a tougher market. So you got to know what those things are and, and be able to communicate that to the clients. It's awesome. In terms of execution, Aaron, let's talk about you right now from a, from a personal standpoint, some of the key things that you feel like you are trying to execute maybe as part of your daily routine, that might be things that our agents could execute as part of their daily routine to it might relate back to our core four of eat, move, mindset, sleep might relate back to studying market or, or something more real estate specific, but any fundamentals that you personally are executing right now that you're finding a lot of value in that are helping you move the needle either personally or professionally that our agents might benefit from. Sure. Well, I'm definitely focused on the things that, you know, you've, you've ingrained in us on the mental mindset. So that's the, the first part of it, the eat, sleep, um, move, rest, um, you know, mindset. So I start with those, but specifically for real estate, I try and read something that gives me information every day on the market. So whether it's the Dallas Business Journal or Inman Connect or uh, the Dallas Morning News, just some sort of information 
that's that's on the market, that's what's happening, you know, who's moving where, you know, all those details. I also try and get in touch with, um, you know, with three three agents first thing in the morning and that just come to top of mind, stay in touch with them, see how they're doing, check in on their deals and, you know, that I've been working with them on and see how that's going. So just staying in touch. And when I was doing more sales, I would stay in touch with the client and reach out to three clients first thing in the morning, first thing after 8 a.m. I didn't want to bother people too early, but, mm. you know, one of my first things to do. And then, um, you know, I, at some point in my morning, not by the time I get to the office, I just run a, a quick overview of what's marked as, as new on the market, you know, primarily in the, in the areas that we sell and then also what's closed. So I'm just, you know, a quick overview of, you know, this is new, this is the new, you know, this is the price per square foot it came on at. And, you know, this is what closed yesterday. So I have an idea of, you know, what things happened. Yeah, I love that. It's a little bit of like an execution. It sounds like I have a daily routine where I look at the closings. I look at what's new to the market. I reach out to three agents, or if you're an agent, you reach out to maybe three current clients. And I think it was you or Keith that mentioned in one of our previous episodes that you go to the bottom of your text messages. And if you are an agent who gets a lot of text messages on your phone, and maybe you also have those on your computer, going to the bottom three on your computer and just sending a message saying, Hey, hope you're going, hope things are well. Want to let you know that, you know, markets, markets great. Now it's a great time. To, to invest in real estate. Have you thought at all about anything? Is there anything we can help you with? Right. And if you do that and you send three of those messages a day and you execute that part of your routine, I would think that you would pick up at least one a month if, or one a quarter in terms of, of new business, just by simply contacting people who are already in your network, you know, and it's amazing how, uh, I looked at some, I looked at some real estate out here in Arizona two weeks ago and haven't heard anything about from, I haven't heard anything since, you know, so, oh, wow. so yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's fundamental execution of what's your routine. You show someone property. Do you, when do you follow up? Do you execute with that three days later, five days later, 10 days later? Not that I have an expectation they're going to follow up, but I've been busy. I haven't thought about the properties we looked at. Would I like to make an offer? <laughs> maybe, you know, but I, I I'm busy doing other things. So if he were, if this agent were to follow up with me, maybe I, maybe there would, I would do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So you never know. And just, just like that, just the communication and staying in touch. And, you know, when you're a listing agent, you know, the, the number one complaint that a, that a seller has is the agent didn't communicate enough. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you can sit down and say, Hey, here's our marketing plan. We're going to do this much social media marketing. We're going to do this much e-blast marketing, this much print advertising, you know, this many open houses, you know, and say all that. And then, you know, talk about execution. You got to go execute on those so that when you come back to them, you know, you can just sit there and cross them off. Here's, mm. you know, we did this, we did this, if, you know, your e-blast went out to 10,000 agents in the area once a week. Mm. You know, I mean, that's, it's impressive when you, you know, and, the, and then the client feels like you're taking time and spending time on their property and investing in them. And the same thing on the buyer's agent, you know, keep in touch with them, just like what you're experiencing, because you might, you know, it might be just one thing about that house that isn't making you pull the trigger. But, you know, maybe the agent hears about something that's two doors down that fixes what it was that you didn't like. And she can call you and say, hey, you know, you didn't like this, but this other house does have this. Do you want it, mm. you know, before it hits the market? Mm. Yeah, for sure. 
No, that's that's yeah. awesome. And I think, it, again, it comes, comes back to just the, the relentless fundamental execution. And it was interesting. A friend of mine who's, who was a former Navy SEAL, Navy SEAL instructor, and now does a lot of mental performance coaching with, with athletic teams and corporations. And he was a college baseball player like Keith, you know, and, and I asked him, I said, I said, what do you know now if you could go back and talk to yourself as a, as a college athlete, what would you say? And if you had to summarize everything that you teach, that makes Navy SEALs able to do what they do under the stress, under the pressure, in the, in the combat zones, putting your life on the line. I said, how, how would you summarize it all? He goes, oh, easy. Six words. So well, what are those six words? Now, we could leave a cliffhanger here, Aaron, make sure the people check out the next week's episode as we share those six words, but I'll share them now. The six words that he said, he said, relentless, fundamental execution under extreme stress. And I think that applies to anything. I think that applies to athletics. I think it applies to parenting. I think it applies to real estate. I think it just applies to, to dri driving in the Metroplex sometimes, <laughs> but relentless fundamental execution under extreme stress. But that implies that you know what those fundamentals are that you want to relentlessly execute. And from my perspective of, of, of human optimal performance, it's eat, move, mindset, sleep. And I think when you get into a specific area like being a real estate agent, you have to ask yourself, what are the fundamentals that I want to execute every day? Whether it's looking at what's closed, looking at what's come on the market, texting those three people on my list, calling on one for sale by owner, whatever those fundamentals are, make sure you, you execute them because success often comes to those who execute the fundamentals better. Not, not, not the best agent. The best agent doesn't win. It's the one who executes the best and look no further than the Kentucky Derby, right? Kentucky Derby, right. rich, rich strike, the number 21 horse on Friday, rich strike wasn't even going to be in the Kentucky Derby, right? And then a horse had to pull out because of injury or whatever it was. And the jockey that was on rich strike had never even raced inside of the Kentucky Derby. I'm getting goosebumps as we're telling the story. And what happens The number 21 horse an 80 to one underdog, right? You remember you couldn't uh -huh. even bet on the Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas fight back in like 92 because Buster Douglas was a 42 to one underdog Well, this guy's, this horse is an 80 to one underdog. And what happens? It runs its race. It ex executes the fundamentals. It performs at its best and it shocks the world. So the best agent doesn't win. It's the agent who operates and performs at the best and optimal performance comes down to relentless fundamental execution. Aaron, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Anything you want to say in closing about ex expectation and execution? I love that. I think that's a great way to tie it up, especially awesome. with the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, it was a good one. I got to get my Kentucky Derby hat out though for next year. I didn't wear it this year. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe we have to next year have a, a Kentucky Derby party at Team Alley Beth and the best hat gets a prize of some sort. Yes. All love right. It. Thanks for being here, everybody. Dominate the day. We'll catch you next time.